You're listening to a Dulahan Productions podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Bobby, I wanted to start off this episode a little differently with a pop quiz. Oh no, I hate tests. You should. Do you know <laughs> no. what building is at the address 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue? Can you tell me the city? Because 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue could be any number of things. I'll, I'll give you a guess, and if you don't get it within that guess, then I'll tell you the city. I'm guessing it's in somewhere in Pennsylvania. Um, You're close, but no. New Jersey. No. Frank. Uh, <laughs> hmm. At sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. Is it a government building? Yes. I'm guessing the White House. It is the White House. Oh, suck on that. <laughs> <laughs> you figured it out so you're right bobby it is none other than the white house and it is said to be haunted by a number of ghosts including that of former united states presidents so pull up a chair join the circle and let's introduce ourselves in this weekly meeting of alcoholic anomalies i'm your host jason sparks and as always i'm joined by my co-star bobby strickland big brain energy over here <laughs> You're going to ride that high the whole rest of the night, man. Yes, I am. I actually got something right. (laughs) Blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. Hey, you know. That's what keeps keeps coming back, you know. That one nut. (laughs) Okay. There it was. Um, (laughs) I Honestly, like, I was going to give you, your first hint was going to be the most widely known address within the United States, and then I was going to tell you Washington, D.C. Those, those were going to be your hints. Um, but you, you you got to first go. You know, you had two guesses on states, then, you know, asked the question on, is it a government building? And you knew exactly where to go from there. So yeah, pull, I, I was either like, going to be that, or I was going to put Washington Memorial, but I knew that's not really a building. Hmm. I mean, I, it can be a building, I guess. I've never been to D.C., so. I mean, I guess there technically is an interior, so it would be a building instead of just a statue, but I guess you would think more of it as a statue than a building. Mm-hmm. Huh. I guess my knowledge right there. <laughs> <laughs> so to quote the White House officials, the White House building is where the president and the first family lives and conducts the people's business. The site for the White House was selected in 1791 by none other than the United States first president, George Washington. After eight years of construction, President John Adams and First Lady Abigail Adams move into the still unfinished White House. During the War of 1812, the British set fire to the White House, marking the only time in United States history that Washington, D.C. has been occupied by a foreign military. During this event, President James Madison's wife, Dolly, was remembered for her efforts in saving a portrait of George Washington from the destruction. It's kind of interesting that a lot of people remember the War of 1812 and the acts that First Lady Dolly Madison did 
but it's also speculated that the portrait of George Washington she saved was actually a copy and was not the original. I like how that's the one thing that she was like, yeah, I'm going I'm to get this and run. <laughs> I mean, she also had plenty of other like very important documents, but it was really becoming crunch time of get out or get captured by the British. And she made sure that she got this portrait. Uh, I think she might have had a thing for George. <laughs> She's like, I, I love James, but he ain't no George. <laughs> <laughs> is James going to end up on a dollar bill one day? No, George yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> what all happens with those dollar bills, you know, aren't always the most savory things. But anyways, so President oh, James. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't see him. Oh, dear. So President <laughs> James Monroe moved into the reconstructed White House in 1817. So it took, you know, a few years after its destruction to rebuild the chaos that had been emitted upon it. Throughout the terms of U.S. presidents, the White House saw several additions made to the building. In 1952, President Harry S. Truman had the entire White House dismantled and reconstructed except for the outer walls due to structural weakness. The White House currently has 132 rooms, 35 bathrooms, and six livable floors. Throughout history, the White House has been called the President's Palace, the President's House, and the Executive Mansion, until President Theodore Roosevelt gave its current name the White House in 1901. It is, in fact, a White House. It is without a doubt. I mean, if we want to get real specific, I don't know if it's pearl or name any other shade of white that I'm not acquainted with. Pearl is about egg, all I know. Eggshell. Egg, egg, egg yep. Yep. So I'm going for eggshell white. Yep. I think uh, I think that's like the only two I know. So Here, I'll, I'll actually look it up real quick. Uh, quick color. <laughs> quick, uh, <laughs> quick trip to, to Lowe's real quick. Uh, let's get all those color palettes of white. And uh, nope, it's all the exact same color. You know, there's actually a white, a lime based whitewash. Lime based whitewash. How (laughs) it? Oh, take it back, take it back. So it originally was in 1798, and today it's a whisper white. A whisper white. (laughs) Couldn't tell you the difference in those, but uh, yeah, I have no idea. (laughs) I uh... (laughs) am. White is white. White, white is white. Um, I'll, I'll tell you if it's a. I can tell you if it's like a glacier white, which is like bluish white, or like a a, a yellowish white, which I guess is more eggshell blue. I don't even know. I don't know. I'm not a painter. I'm not either. I'm not good with colors or words. It all just comes <laughs> together. <laughs> You're like, hey, look, look at that red car. I'm like, Bobby, that's orange. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> It's close enough. Close enough. <laughs> it's fire. All those <laughs> colors. <laughs> what color is this fire? What color is that water? Th- these aren't colors. <laughs> these are elements. No, no, no. No, no, no. So to kind of go ahead and dive into the supernatural. So there are many accounts of the supernatural within the White House. And I want to start off with a letter by President Harry S. Truman. And this letter can still be found in the presidential library to this day. President Truman wrote to his wife, stating he heard a knock at the door 
and quote, I jumped up and put on my bathrobe, opened the door and no one there, went out and looked up and down the hall, looked in your room and Margie's, still no one, went back to bed after locking the door and there were footsteps in your room whose door I'd left open, jumped and looked and no one there, the damned place is haunted, sure as shooting. Sir, Secret Service said not even a watchman was up here at that hour. End quote. Well, somebody's wanting to give him a little, uh, little something, something there. It seems like. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a bump. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, something, something. I think they might have been talking like more still, like, hey, either need to do like sign this bill or no. Just Kill it. John Lennon. Kill John. <laughs> Maybe that was his uh, spirit coming to that. Hey, better not do this. <laughs> sure as shooting. Huh. Sure as shooting. <laughs> I think it's a phrase I've never heard before. Yeah, I, I read that like two or three times and I was like, really? What do you say? Sure as shooting, boy. Like, man, you sure shooting? I'm like, what the? <laughs> I guess Truman was, was a little redneck. I don't know, man. I think I may have to start using that now, though. Are you sure, man? I'm sure shooting. No, I'm sure shooting. I'm going to start using that, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, to kind of further touch on, on Harry S. Truman, so Margie never believed in the White House being haunted throughout her stay at the White House, but Harry S. Truman continued to believe on many years uh, after, you know, his time as president and was always, you know, deeply believed that the White House, you know, had this supernatural activity happening within it. So apologies about the quick audio break we just had there. We were hunting after a cicada, the haunted legend of cicada coming in this Thursday's episode of Legends. No, we're just kidding. Um, and then Bobby also had, you know, Unexplained noises Adel. happening at his house as normal. As But what so I was saying, now. understandably, <laughs> it... it gets all wet for a while. <laughs> <laughs> it loses its, its excitement, you know. <laughs> I'm about to come up with a name for him, but I don't know if it's guy or girl, so I don't know if it's calling Mike, you know, Bill or Jill, you know. Just find a name that's, you know, gender neutral and you can be done with it. Kim, there we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, like, I love some guys named Kim. Okay. It's also, um. <laughs> it's also a family member of mine's name, so. Uh. Well, then. I was thinking of Five all the, some, the. Kim was never in the realm of that possibility in my head. Five I don't minutes. disagree well, you with that. You want Rowley? That, Is that what yeah. you that's more of a name I was thinking of. Um, I mean, nothing against, you know, Kim being used as a, a male name by any means. But yeah, that just kind of broke my mind for a second. Sorry. Hey, you're <laughs> offending people. <laughs> <laughs> cancel you, Jason. We're going to cancel you now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Honestly, should have been canceled a long time ago. But anyways, I digress. Well, uh, if we kept some of the stuff in here, we would be canceled. <laughs> if we kept a lot of the shit we say. So, Bobby, President Truman also continued on believing that the White House was haunted 
throughout his time as president and also the time thereafter, even though his wife and Margie never really subscribed to it. But after writing this letter, Truman was believed to have stated to his wife that he no longer would lock his door to his bedroom, stating that if any of these old cusses wish to come in and have a conversation with me, my door is wide open. Maybe that's why I don't have doors in this house. <laughs> <laughs> so just give always, a little context here. It's always an open door policy yeah. if there is no door. Yeah. Give a little context here. If you look at my house, there is a door to come in, there's a door to my laundry room, and there's a door to my bathroom. And that's really it. I don't have any other doors in this house, which I find it kind of strange. But because there's like nowhere to put a door down here, it's all stairs until you get to the bottom into this room. And to then quote South Park in HGTV, they're really going for an open concept. Open concept. <laughs> I guess so. I mean. <laughs> That's why whenever I heard that bang, I went over and stood in the corner because I can kind of see to the wall of my kitchen. I can't see my fridge or anything like that, but I can definitely see the wall <laughs> next to the fridge. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it'd been bad if I saw a little shadow just on that wall. You I think, I think it would be... Window. Yeah, I think I'd be just ending the podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my gun. <laughs> You're like, hey, Jason, um, I'm up off. But uh, you have fun. You can finish up without me. Uh, <laughs> if you hear any bangs in the background, uh, don't worry. Nothing's <laughs> happening. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, uh, please excuse that. Uh, I'm just hearing you <laughs> yelling in the background. What the frick? <laughs> just hear me yelling. Just like, where is he? Where is he? <laughs> where is he? Okay. Right, calm down there, Batman. <laughs> hey, Batman. <laughs> So it is also believed that Mary Todd Lincoln, the wife of Abraham Lincoln, performed seances within the house after the loss of her 11-year-old son, Willie. Mary accounted while grieving she said she saw Willie at the foot of her bed and could hear him walking around in her room or throughout the halls. It is also stated that after President Lincoln's assassination in 1865, that he joined his son in the afterlife and continues to haunt the White House to this day, namely in the Lincoln bedroom and notable people of power such as Winston Churchill, First Lady Grace Coolidge, First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt, and the Queen of Netherlands, Wilhelmina, have all claimed... Uh, what? <laughs> Will help me none? Is that what you said? Will help me none. Oh. <laughs> said, will help me none. <laughs> will help me none. Have all claimed to have seen Lincoln. Queen Wilhelmina allegedly was staying in the Lincoln room when she heard a knock at the door. When she opened it, she saw a tall, bearded man, none other than the United States' 16th president. And after seeing this individual... She fainted. Probably, you know. <laughs> I mean, so what is he? What is he still doing there? Like, what's his? What's his whole mantra for being there? So we'll get to that in just a second. So that's actually a, an interesting topic. So Winston Churchill also stayed in the Lincoln Room, and it is recounted that after having a bath, he returned to the room wearing nothing 
but a cigar in his mouth when he saw yeah, Lincoln. That away. As as he as you know, it's it's totally a believable story of Winston Churchill in my mind. Like as long as you have some specific notation of where the cigar is, I hundred percent believe it. <laughs> I mean, where else would it be, Jason? He could have it in his hand, you know, you could be ashing it, you never know. Saw Lincoln by the fireplace and stated, Good morning, Mr. President. It seems you have me at a disadvantage. <laughs> that's like a that's like a G moment right there. <laughs> <laughs> well there, Mr. Ghost. Big puff off the cigar. It seems you have me at a disadvantage. I wonder how much he had drank before he said that. <laughs> oh, come on. So so allegedly it was, you know, in the morning, but no one was in Churchill. He's probably like sixteen scotches deep, you know, like <laughs> It's the blitz from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> He's got the mentality, if I keep drinking, I won't be hungover, you know. Exactly. I <laughs> <laughs> have a nice and, Bloody Mary, and it's like, oh, hey there, Mr. President. <laughs> Mr. President. Would you come here a drink? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just spread eagles it. Come here often. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is this your bed? Oh, I'm taking it now. <laughs> I, I, just hope, I just hope that if this record is, you know, true in any form of the fashion, that Winston Churchill did actually state that, and that Lincoln turns around in his ghostly form, sees a naked Winston Churchill, and then just disappears. He's like, nope, I'm dead, but I don't want to see <laughs> Not that. Not dealing with this. Not with this now. <laughs> I'm I'm dead. I, I've seen the the terrible hardships of the Civil War, and that right there, that's that's something I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I am GTF and Owen. Yeah, <laughs> he was more. Uh, what is it? Uh, he was more traumatized by that image than all of those battles in the Civil War. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> It uh that that wouldn't be an image I'd want to see. <laughs> that you is like not... club, huh? <laughs> oh god, it is. It is not in my Google search history. I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> 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 so the, the the final record of these four famous individuals is that of Eleanor. Eleanor had stated that when working in the rooms that other presidents had worked in, it always felt as if she was never alone. It is believed that she saw Lincoln in the Lincoln room and let out a shriek so loud that the Secret Service members were able to get to her within seconds. But when they arrived, they saw nothing. Pre President so, Reagan's gone. So I just wonder if I, for some reason, this is what my mind went to. Mm -hmm. Secret Service men come in. They're like, oh, it's all ghosts. And all of a sudden you see like a special like sector of the Secret Service come in and they're just decked out in the Ghostbusters uniforms, like a big vacuum <laughs> and everything. <laughs> Where is he? It, We're catching this time. <laughs> it, it's 1930s, 1940s. And so these, the, the huge vacuums of the day, you know, <laughs> vacuums are not common like... service for civilians <laughs> yeah. yet. It almost looks like one of those uh, 
backpack blowers, but it's a vacuum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, where is he? We're getting him. We're getting him this time. Yeah, Worm he's not getting away from us. One of them has a butterfly net. <laughs> <laughs> the the original Secret Service guys are like, oh god, it's these guys again. <laughs> like, you know what? Just just get out. You know, don't don't come back. We'll just let them leave. You know, just get out. What are we paying you for? Y'all are fired. <laughs> that was not in the budget. Just now. <laughs> We're at war, son. We're not here to catch ghosts. <laughs> we checked the budget two or three times, and you know what? It wasn't there. Uh, it wasn't there. <laughs> Do it. You know what? We even went back a few decades. It never was there. We don't know why you guys are here. <laughs> you wait. show up every day. It's like, wait a minute. What's your name again? <laughs> what kind of clearance you got to be in here? <laughs> and they're all like, chase it. Just run. <laughs> Just at the second floor window. <laughs> I I do need to do some research to see how high up the Lincoln room is. Uh, hold on, I can tell you real quick. I'll do a quick Google search while you're talking. All right, so while you're doing that search real quick, so President Reagan's dog would go into any room in the White House with one exception. That one exception was the Lincoln room. Instead, the dog would just stand outside that room and bark. And so, Bobby, to kind of cycle back to your question of why is Lincoln hanging around, Lincoln is believed to be the most active ghost in the White House and is said to be most active when the country faces hardship. So I'm sure he's very active right now. Uh, <laughs> probably has been for like the last two, three years. Um, but, so I did find this, mm-hmm. and you're going to think I'm a psychopath. Mm-hmm. But it's actually on the second floor. Huh. I mean, that was, that's a good guess, Bobby. <laughs> Had a one in six chance. <laughs> exactly. Had a one in six chance. Six little floors, you know. God, I'm just on one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, you're going to be riding that high all freaking night. Yeah, I'm just hoping. You know what? I might as well just go to the casino now. Try to put it all in red, you know. See what see what happens. Who puts it all in red? What are you going about? Hey, you know, don't doubt me right now. I'm on a hot street. That's fair. Ride yeah. the hot street. <laughs> That's fair. Goes, puts a thousand dollars in red, loses it all, and you're like, all right, cool. Jason, I uh, lost that hot streak. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't have white on the table, so I mean, red, black, or green. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, not a, not any color to associate with the uh, the White House. I mean, there are plenty of colored rooms in the White House. Let's see if they have more. I unless there's a red room in the White House. Lines. You could bid blinds. Of course, there's a red room in the White House. You know. No, Bobby was not put in during the JFK administration. Calm down. (laughs) Um, You're right. It was just during um, Clinton's. There you go. Uh, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Um, but yeah, I don't remember what year they had done the the color coordination of certain rooms. But yeah, they uh they really should have redacted the fact that that room was named the red room. Changed that to I don't know the burgundy room, something else, anything else but the red room. So to kind of jump back into it, so during the Taft administration. The president's military advisor's name was Major Archibald Butt. Terrible last name. Feel bad for the guy. He wrote a letter to his sister talking about a ghost called The Thing. 
Archibald described the thing as being a 14 to 15 year old boy who you know was there when you felt pressure on your shoulder as if someone was leaning over you to see what you were doing. <laughs> the thing was going after the butt, you know? <laughs> okay, put the pressure on the shoulders and uh, just lean it on over. <laughs> It's too late for this. It was a good joke. A great joke, even. But I need you to stop. <laughs> oh. Turn around. Don't go back around. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Okay, no, you're we not. Can edit <laughs> we can edit that out. We can edit that out. We're good. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought that was a good joke, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're good. All right, <laughs> moving on. Put your head on my shoulder. Um, Damn, you're still on that red room, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, President Taft ordered the major to inform all White House staff that if any of them mentioned the thing, they would be fired. So, pretty, you know, pretty strict, you know, bringing up the the ghost of this child. You know, hey, you bring that up, get out. Just get out. And kind of makes me wonder, is... Is Taft just kind of fed up with all the speculation that's surrounding him? He's like, you know, hey, I'm trying to run a country here. Uh, don't need these rumors going around or has he seen the thing and is, you know, does not want to be reminded of the fact of what he saw. I think it's more on because was the White House at this point a big tourist destination like it is today? I'd have to imagine no. No? Because mm-hmm. hmm. it was my... Taft, so that was early 1900s, I believe. Because my thing would be like going back to my visit to the Willard Library and talking to several people that worked there and one woman that worked there for 40 plus years and she was saying like they were kind of told the same thing but I feel like that was more to kind of save the reputation of like for them it's the library saving the reputation of the library to where they don't have to worry about visitors not showing up anymore right and they can kind of stay in business where, you know, if people are still paying to come see the White House as like a tourist destination type deal, that's like where they come tour it and everything. I feel like that's something that people, they don't want to ruin that reputation and keep people from coming if it's yeah, bringing them since, revenue. Since, since Taft was in office in 1909 to 1913, I do not imagine that there were very large amount of tours going on in the White House. So you can scratch that theory. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Throw it in the dumpster. And burn it. Um, give me a second. Let me think about this for a minute. <clears throat> yeah, get it out. Why are you doing that? Oh, they're saying that thing. Get it out. Huh? <laughs> Jesus. Huh? <laughs> I just imagine, you know, 
you're me and you are ghost hunting and and you feel like someone's like leaning over your shoulder to like look at you using you know the camera or the mic or whatever and you you have that sensation you just go uh like (laughs) (laughs) that ghost is gonna be like whoa hey whoa whoa it's Calm it down a little bit. You know? So what you're saying is we're going to go to the White House. We're just going to go to some random rooms like, <laughs> I knew what that was that? coming. No, don't I, worry about it. I knew that was coming and still for whatever reason I took a drink and I just spit it all over myself. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm covered in beer now. Or maybe, here's, here's another, another maybe here. They were trying to hire more people for the White House, mm-hmm. and because when you say this, he was in the office, nineteen thirteen, nineteen oh nine to nineteen thirteen, nineteen oh nine to nineteen thirteen. So I know the Great Depression happened in the thirties, mm-hmm. but if you're going to a Great Depression, there has to be a recession at some point, like way before that. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they're going through the recession, trying to get more jobs in the White House, and they didn't want to deter anybody from like applying and backing out because of these so-called ghost stories, like rumors of ghosts. Um, and they just really didn't want to have to answer any questions to anybody about it. Mm-hmm. So it's a stretch. Stress, but so admittedly of my knowledge of that time frame, so it it could be possible that they were going through a recession because typically that's what'll happen. You'll go into a a bearish market and then you'll come out in a bullish market and so forth and so on. The cycle continues on, and so the nineteen twenties were you know uh, very booming, and then you know the Great uh, Depression in the thirties. But it kind of makes me think it probably may have been in a recession, but also close to the end of Taft's um, term in office. World War One is about to kick off in 1914, and typically, as bad as this to say, business gets booming whenever war is happening. And who's to say that the U.S. wasn't already preparing for that inevitability? Um, and also strengthening up their military power because you got to think this was not long after Theodore Roosevelt, where the U.S. had a very much a stance of placement of the world. So I have to imagine industry is is doing well at this time. All right, well, scratch that theory too. Uh, you know what? What else do you want to crap on here? You know, all right, while we're at it, hey, 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 keep throwing them to me, and I'll, I'll find a reason that, that just now, <laughs> no, just now. <laughs> Well, fine. Well, let's move on then. Uh, <laughs> I give up all my guesses. I'm two strikes down. I don't want to swing at anything in the dirt here. But okay, if anything's yep. close, I'm swinging for the fences. Fences. The fences. The I'm swinging for them there fences. Sure shooting. <laughs> you sure shoot down for swinging for them fences. <laughs> so President Andrew Jackson has been heard and seen laying in the Rose Room. Mary Todd Lincoln recounted that she could hear Jackson stomping and swearing throughout the house. So, you know, stomping, whatever, swearing. And it's like, yeah, like everything that, you know, we've kind of heard of Andrew Jackson. Yeah, probably. More than likely. 
<laughs> Get out of my room. <laughs> my arsenal. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> Roadhouse. Roadhouse. <laughs> I'm still going to say that's what he said in that movie. I don't care how many times I watch it. It's going to be Roadhouse. Oh, I, I agree wholeheartedly. And it's, it's going to be Peter Griffin saying it, though. <laughs> we, we just need to, to release on YouTube that whole entirety of the movie and then just that have one edit in it, and it's that. <laughs> Roadhouse. Roadhouse. That, that's it. That's the only edit we made. <laughs> we get sued so quick. <laughs> yeah, we won't monetize. It'll be all right. Oh, fair enough. So Thomas Jefferson can be heard playing the violin in the yellow oval room. So again, like I said, naming conventions. And it's also interesting that, you know, some of these ghosts seem to have that, you know, liveliness about them and be doing something that they enjoy to where some are kind of stuck in essence in the simulation. Um, and just recounting different activities that they had done throughout their life. Uh, next pop quiz since John Hot Streak, Bobby. What president was Thomas Jefferson? I don't know my president. Uh, <laughs> hmm. So, so Lincoln was the sixteenth, and Washington was the first. Okay, tell me if it was before or after Lincoln. It was before. I'm guessing before. Um, well before. You said Theodore Roosevelt? No, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Roosevelt was after Lincoln. I almost want to say that he wasn't a president, but I'm looking like an idiot if he was. <laughs> <laughs> ben Franklin was not a president. Thomas Jefferson most certainly was. Ben Franklin, that's who was Frank. Uh, so Thomas Jefferson, I'm going to go... Lucky number nine. No, that was William Harrison. Thomas Jefferson was the third United States president. Yeah, Mississippi education. We didn't learn anything until after uh, the Civil War, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, Bobby, with that being said, who was the president after Abraham Lincoln? (laughs) I'm not not making yes here. I'm, I'm off my hot streak, you know? I took my third strike. I'm out. Next batter up. Is Andrew Johnson. Cool. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll quit messing with you. I can tell you who the 45th president was and the 46th president were. I hope you can tell me 44 and 43 and 42. Like, I hope the ones we've lived through you can tell me. Let's see. That's... Uh, tell me if I'm wrong here. Clinton, Bush, Obama, Obama... Um, Orange man, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> Trump, and then Biden. Yep, Clinton was forty-two. Okay. Bush forty-three. You you got all that right. Okay, cool. Orange man, Jesus. I got a blank there. I could not think of his name. <laughs> Orange man, correct answer. <laughs> Jesus' age. <laughs> I'm trying to get to political here, you know. 
as you said before we started this episode, trying to get political. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll save that for another podcast that will never air. Um, <laughs> so, so Dolly Madison has been seen in the Rose Garden, and during the Woodrow administration, there were supposedly plans to move the Rose Gardens. But upon discovering Dolly's presence, they decided to leave it where it was. You know, good looking out for they them. They wouldn't eat bad juju is what that was. I mean, I wouldn't either. Um, <laughs> you, you, you tell me to relocate something, and I, I go to the thing I'm supposed to relocate, and there's some paranormal activity going on there. I'm be like, I'm just going to leave that where it lies. You know, I'm, I'm good. You actually start talking to her about, hey, do you want us to move out just a little bit further from the White House? Or maybe people can't see you? Right. <laughs> Would you like that? Give some more privacy. Would you mind? Like, would you would you be able to relocate? You know, I can move this tangible object, but you as an intangible object, because we tried the vacuums already. Those guys, we fired those guys. They're not coming back. That didn't work. And but, I can't just pick you up, Mike. I'm gonna go right through you. Um, yeah, you know, so kind of like some uh, some spicy Mexican food. You know, it's just gonna go right through you. Um, so can we just? Uh, We've really got to start doing uh, visual recordings with these so you can see my face whenever you make comments. Um. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I'm guessing guessing your head just dropped down into your hands. You're just like, what the frick is he going on about now? It wasn't that drastic, but it was close. It was it was an, it was a happy in between, you know. Well, but it definitely got in between her. So uh, let's keep going. <laughs> You're too damn proud of that. Um, <laughs> so Abigail Adams has been seen folding laundry and walking with her hands stretched out, as if she was carrying laundry in her hands. So, you know, maybe she's doing a hug, you know, hugging Molly again. Maybe, maybe so, maybe so. But you know, that would be that would suck to you know continue to walk this plane in the afterlife. And I just <laughs> fold laundry all damn day. Like that sucks. Like, oh <laughs> fucking Dolly's out there enjoying the rose gardens, and I'm here folding fucking laundry, <laughs> doing chores, doing chores. That lazy bitch is outside not doing anything. <laughs> but i digress so to run through real quick of some of the other hauntings that don't have too terribly much context to them so president john tyler haunts the blue room where he proposed to a second wife president william henry harrison haunts the addict and interesting enough he was the first president to die within the white house British soldiers have been seen roaming the outside of the White House, torch held high. David Burns, the original owner of the land, can be seen and heard in the Yellow Oval Room. And Anna Surratton has been accounted as banging on the doors of the White House, begging for a pardon for her mother, who was a conspirator in the assassination of President Lincoln. That pardon did not come, and Anna's mother... Mary was hanged outside alongside 
three other conspirators. So interesting enough, um, <clears throat> throughout my investigation, whenever I came across Anna Sirton, or excuse me, Anna Sirat, she, like I said, went to the, the White House asking for a pardon from the president for her mother. But in that article I was reading, they actually had a photo of the four conspirators who were hung for conspiring to assassinate President Lincoln. And it is baffling, honestly, how high resolution that photo is, even though it was from 1865. Like, I, I swear that photo has better resolution than my freaking iPhone. Well, you also got to think the government always has better technology than anybody else <laughs> in the country. <laughs> so they're probably like... So you you're know, saying the government had better cameras in 1865 than I do as a civilian in 2022. Hey, they always got to keep us at a disadvantage. That's why they always want us to rely on them. So, Not trying to be political here, but let's be honest. Like, that's what happens. Well, yeah. I mean, they're going to have the best tech before civilians get it because partially that's their job to try and protect. But... I mean, you got to think how long planes had GPS for civilians had it. Yeah, that's very true. And then also the fact of, like, the, the thing kind of extrapolating, getting off in the weeds here, is those declassified files that just came out from the government about, like, UFOs. I just said just came out, came out, like, two years ago. Um, about, like, the Naval and Air Force recordings of potential UFOs and everything, and, like, how terrible resolution those videos were. <laughs> and I'm like, and I have this photo of, these four hanging bodies from 1865 that I could zoom in and tell you she's got a freckle on her left foot, but I can't tell you what that aircraft is by no means, you know. We'll see if they made it. If they made it super high resolution, there wouldn't be any questions asked. I think that's what they're wanting to do is just keep those questions open. They don't want to really answer anything about that. I mean, I wouldn't either. Because who knows? Those probably have super high resolution, but who's to say they didn't like the pixel it? It's very possible. Or they released it. It is very possible. But... Science. Get... Okay. <laughs> Knowledge. <laughs> I got my Lamborghini. <laughs> my dad drives a Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. My dad drives a Ram 1500. <laughs> <laughs> Roll tap, huh? So to get back on topic, um, Bobby, any any final questions, concerns, comments for the White House? This is so, a a big one, and honestly, we we kind of discuss it much. most episodes of when are we going? But uh, Bobby, I don't think I we're really ever gonna have to ask what kind of security clearance do we have to have you in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> clearance that i don't know that me and you will ever be able to, to attain honestly to to stay the night in the white house to do a paranormal investigation that's uh it's gonna be difficult you know you don't think old daddy biden was him <sighs> no i bet he would i bet he would if, <sighs> if kept come on the right day you know we ever yeah. seen him out riding a bike we might be able to catch him i think you just give us clearance come do an investigation you pay for the alcohol <laughs> and maybe the use of therapy they come after so, Bobby, any final closing remarks? Well, uh, since the 
since you said we can't get clearance to go in there, I guess not. I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe we will get lucky, but I doubt it. We're up all night to get lucky. <laughs> Death <Deathlock. laughs> Yeah, no. Um, definitely interesting. I hadn't really heard any of those stories about the White House, so it was it was good talk. Um, very. What's the word for it? Censored talk. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, that's really all I got. Uh, you got anything for that? Uh, do you, do you not have any any dogos or any other animals to call out for this episode? I actually don't this time. Uh, I haven't got anything on the social media. I don't think. Let me check. Yeah, so I don't have anything uh, right now, but uh, you know what? Actually, actually, here we go. Here's one. Uh, we'll shout out the uh, old goober over there at your house, old Duchess. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you give the, the background on her since it's your dog. Yeah, so currently she is a two-month-old German Shepherd, all black, and uh, she has been crucial in distracting me from writing scripts and editing for you know this podcast and even every now and then whenever you know she wants you know it so to be playtime we'll try and interrupt our recordings but uh i digress i i I greatly love (laughs) duchess um great dog and you know a a great supporter (laughs) (laughs) hey a great supporter of of her father's work and uh and, and an avid listener to alcoholic anomalies even if she doesn't want to so yeah, yeah i missed the part with him uh yelling at her and be like you gotta get locked up little girl <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll just tell everybody my secrets bobby well you know there's a uh... There's skeletons in everybody's closet. Let's just say that. And there have been a duchess in mine. No, I'm just kidding. I would not have locked her in the closet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Bobby, so just to kind of touch on what you talked about, you know, I think when most people think of the White House, you don't think ghosts. You don't think the supernatural. Um, but it was interesting because I was... I was trying to come up with something off the wall for this episode because for the most part, a lot of haunted places are hospitals or jails and and they are very fascinating to talk about and even battlegrounds too. But as fascinating as they are, it sometimes gets a little repetitive on the history and the hauntings within them. And so I really wanted to change it up and find something, like I said, a little off the wall. And when I came across the White House as being one of the most haunted locations within the United States across several different forums I was looking through, I was like, I had never really heard of that. And as I dived into it, I was like, wow, there is so much research on this topic that I was honestly kind of blown away by and was was so excited to, to dive into that because one... I'm a history nerd, you know, able to bring up kind of the, a little bit of the history of the White House. I cut it a little short for this episode just because I could have gone on all day. I could have made that a, a 10-part series on its own just talking about the history of the White House. But ain't what nobody a nerd. 
<laughs> Correct. Um, but yeah, I was I was very excited to, to find this and be able to kind of share that with you, Bobby, and then also share that with our listeners. Uh, I think there's one thing that you I don't think you ever answered, and I asked that, that being uh, when you started getting to the paranormal. Um, why is Abraham Lincoln still haunting the White House? Like, what's his mantra behind all this? Yeah, I, I did. He's not remembering it right now. But uh, I talk about how he shows up whenever the country's still in hardship or is going okay, through yeah, hardship. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Which, you know, who... Well, he's going to do give some advice? Like, is he on the cabinet now? Like... <laughs> might as well be. Honorary cabinet member? Honor, like... <laughs> honorary cabinet. Um, th- there's always an empty seat for Abe if everybody wants to join. Um, but, I mean, what better president to come in, you know, Lend, lend a helping hand than the president who went through the, the darkest time in U.S. history. That's fair. Um, that's fair. All right, Bobby, if nothing else, you want to go ahead and close this out? So, guys, again, uh, we'd like to just say thank you for joining us on this ride that we've been on since we kind of started this podcast. Uh, us constant outpouring of support is greatly appreciated and that kind of keeps us motivated to keep going. Even though we have episodes that kind of suck, I'm not saying this one sucked, but we've had some in the past that sucked. Uh, so let's just give a few disclaimers um, before we end it. Um, we want to make sure that you are drinking responsibly. responsibly. If you are uh, drinking, do not drive. Um, just make sure you have a ride if you need to go anywhere. And if you or a loved one are struggling with depression or suicidal tendencies, please call the United States National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. Help is available 24-7. Also, going back to what Jason said earlier, if you want a doggo or a catto or a fisho, uh, <laughs> shout it out in the next episode. Just send me a DM on Instagram at Pride. Um, and since a picture of them, we'd love to get that out. Um, maybe start doing that in each episode. Uh, but yeah, if nothing else, uh, we love you guys.